Hey everyone, welcome to the Water Lad Podcast, brought to you by Fortune Favours Beer. I'm James Marshall, and today I'm joined by my very first European superstar. He was born in Germany, and now he's here in New Zealand chasing his all-black dream. He's genuinely one of the most talented kids I've seen, and I'm telling you, this guy is about to be a superstar of our game. It is Anton Segner. Welcome, Anton. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Let's start. With the first things first, your debut in the weekend. How good was that? Oh, it was unreal to get out there. And then, oh, I don't know if you saw on TV, but it was big. Uh, Isaac Ross took me under his arm and just said, just play your game and be yourself. And first line of the game, about two minutes in, he caught the ball on me. I was like, sweet, you're straight into it. But <laughs> now nah, it was good to get um, into the game. And yeah, good to play along. The boys makes it easy. Did he say that when you came onto the field? Yeah, yeah. He took me oh, down his wing and says, look, he did all your prep. Just play your own game and be confident. And yeah. then... Next line, I think we got a penalty off that scrum or something. We kicked it for a touch, and then he called a ball on me. Oh, how good! Yeah. <laughs> Straight into it. What were your nerves like on the bench? Oh, sh- yeah, shit! I was excited. Oh, you know, sweet. If you want, <laughs> <I'd say that. laughs> uh, nah, yeah, oh, it was definitely exciting. Uh, sitting next to Timmy, to Tim and Melly there, and, yeah. and young Louis Chapman as well. But now nah, it was good. Uh, talked about what we saw out there, what are some opportunities we can expose out. And then actually when we went to warm up uh, behind the post, a uh, bit of a rookie mistake. I, r- I ran in front of the Sky Sport camera. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> I ran past the 15 metre line and, and Dan gave me a massive spray that I'm not allowed to pass that line. I was like, yeah, it won't happen again. <laughs> Trying to get him at a screen time yeah. early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what about the week? What was the week like building up to that game oh it was awesome when when i first found out uh on tuesday was just put a smile on my face f- uh, for the rest of the week i was fizzing to get into it and yeah uh people like sioni harvilli ethan blackheader hugh renton and even jacob norris who's injured they just looked out for me all week and then uh hugh and hugh and sioni looked out for me um out there on sunday as well so now it was awesome had butterflies throughout throughout the whole week and the closer we got to game day just the more excited I got, and it was awesome to get out there. That's awesome, eh? And you obviously carved it out on a really good 20 minutes or 30 minutes. 30 What's minutes, that? 30 yeah. minutes, Sorry, and it was an yeah. unreal 30 minutes, yeah, eh? And no, you awesome. managed to keep your spot this weekend going forward, so how cool is that? Yeah, it's fortunate. Looking forward to it up in Welly. Yeah. Your, 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 your stomping ground up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite, but um, anyway, let's go back to the start for you. Obviously, you're born in Germany, raised in Germany. Um, a lot of Kiwis won't really know what it's, life's like in Germany. I actually haven't even been there myself. It's always been on one of my wish lists. But explain what life was like for you growing up and what life in Germany is like. Yeah, I was born and raised in Germany. Um, born the, 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 the heaviest baby to ever be born in the hospital I was born in with a big 13 pounds. Oui. Yeah. <laughs> is that a true stat? Yeah, yeah, that's a true heaviest stat. Heaviest baby yep. ever. <laughs> Heaviest baby to ever born that um, hospital. My mum went in about two years ago, and, and it was still the case. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen pounds is massive. Yeah, I was a big boy, and yeah, I, uh, I stayed pretty big till about I was twelve years old. So um, the way I got into rugby was because uh, I went to an English speaking school um, in Frankfurt, and yeah. I had some mates from England. And then one day um, after school, I went to their house, didn't know what to do, and then said, "Oh, do you want to play some rugby in the backyard?" never heard of um, r- rugby before and we just basically just played run it straight and I said oh is it is this the sport because um, back then I was about eight eight or nine years old and I was already a big boy back then like 
about 70 or 80 kilos as really? an eight-year-old oh, man. <laughs> but it wasn't it's good weight. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't say it was good weight. I was, I was <laughs> rolling around Frankfurt. <laughs> no, nah, it was good. And then, yeah, ever since uh, that day, like, we played the um, run it straight and I just wanted, oh, this could be fun. And then the next day I went to the local um, rugby club, SC um, 1880 Frankfurt. Yeah. And that's where I met um, Tim Anwatu, who... Who coached me over there for the next five years, and he's um, in Westport now doing the RDI job for Buller. Yeah. And then yeah, after five years there in 2016, um, he got the job uh, RDI for Tasman. Yeah. And then 2017, he uh, flicked me a message saying that uh, I should have a crack at making uh, first 15 uh, for Nelson College. So 2017, I left my family after oh, I took a bit bit of convincing uh, to, to my mum just to get me over here but then yeah came over here and loved it ever since so was that decision as a 15 year old did you have any other options or was it just to stay in germany or come to nelson college oh it was yeah basically just to stay in germany and keep playing rugby there like we we did some in international tours to um london and and, and ireland and stuff and even yeah. to france but yeah i always wanted to like um obviously being coached by kiwi coaches they always went on about how um, how awesome the uh, how awesome New Zealand is and how good the All Blacks are and stuff. Yeah. So this is the only place I wanted to come to. And then 2017 was the year, first year here. And that was a six month, yeah. So it was student thing, wasn't yeah. It? It, it was planned to be six months, and then fortunately I made the first 15, and then stayed there for the whole season. And then so that was about turned out to be um, eight months. And then the day after we lost the semi final to Crushers Boys, I kept it and went home. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, <laughs> Went home to finish my German equivalent of the NCA level one. So you were still studying through the German school system? Yeah, uh, while I was here, I did my normal New Zealand schooling, but then I went back home to do four months of school to finish like my German my German year 11. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I was able to do that uh, during the time that I was over there. Yeah. And then I came back 2018. True. And that year you were in the first 15 again? Yeah, yeah. As uh, captain? That year was year 12, yeah. As captain for Nelson College, that was a cool year. It's a good year. And then the year after that is, because the 2018 year wasn't very successful for Nelson College, we came about fifth in the UC Championship. Oh, and then true. the year after is where the boys did well, we got up. Won the comp. Yeah, won and the comp and then South Island Champions and then went to top four and then got smoked up there <laughs> by the North Island schools. <laughs> that different level up there at the yeah. moment, eh? yeah. You made New Zealand schools twice, right? Yeah, um, I made New Zealand schools in 2018. We went to Brisbane um, with some of the boys that play for Canterbury at the moment, like uh, Izzy Punavai, Shea Fihaki, Tamari oh, yeah. Williams and stuff. They were all in that team. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's good to see th those boys uh, having success down there. And then, yeah, the year after, made New Zealand schools again, but that was in Hamilton. True. Not, not, not quite as nice as Brisbane, <laughs> but take it. <laughs> and so you wore the black jersey, and was that always your dream, or...? Or is that still your dream, or do would you rather play for Germany? Yeah, oh, definitely New Zealand um, or All Blacks over the German national team because just because the German national team isn't isn't that flash yet. Yeah, oh, I, I like to say it because I I hope that the sport's gonna grow over there. But uh, yeah, definitely. Um, oh, my, my my main goal is just to be like the best the best athlete that I can be, and if be, and if being an All Black is, uh, is is part of that journey, then then that's awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah, what was it like? Um, Playing for that New Zealand schools team, singing the national anthem and doing the haka. And yeah, all that. it was crazy. It was it was unreal. Like doing the haka. Like when I was um, nine years old, when I first started playing rugby, I, I watched the highlights of the 2011 World Cup and always. Oh, yeah. Well, watched the haka with um Pity Whip, um, 
leading it, and I was like, man, that'd be awesome to uh, uh, to, to do that uh, that one day. And Tim Anwato always went on about how cool it is to do the haka and how it gets you hyped up for for the game and stuff. And then yeah, in 2018, doing it the first time uh, with the New Zealand schools team was. Unreal, it was awesome. Did you lead it? No, nah, <laughs> I was one of the white guys in the back. <laughs> Next to Big Sam Barry. Yeah, I was How did hiding. you go at it though? Were you, did you? Yeah, did oh, you go right I didn't at the nail hugger? the words. I, I definitely didn't nail the words. I, I tried the best with my actions. <laughs> I tried not stand out too much, but no, nah, it was good. Because you obviously do them at school as well. Yeah. So you would have experienced a little bit through your college career yeah, doing uh, the Nelson College one. Yeah, at Nelson College I had to be in the front row because um, I, I was one of the leaders. But yeah, still still then I wasn't 100% sure of the actions, <laughs> but tried my best. <laughs> That's all you can ask. So I want to go back. We sort of raced through your um, childhood there, but what sports did you play? What were the German sports that you played before you yeah. fell in love with rugby. Um, like any other German kid, I was playing with the round ball. I was playing football. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the coach actually told me that I was too fat and <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and, and and too big to, to ever to ever make it in that sport. So then I went to ice hockey. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I went to ice hockey and and tried uh, playing ice hockey as a goalkeeper actually. <laughs> so oh, you didn't have to move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I just I didn't have to move, and I just had the big pads on me and basically covered the whole goal just just, just like standing there. So I, I like to think I did all right with that just by standing there because there wasn't a lot of gaps. <laughs> it was pretty filled out. So yeah, I um, tried that, but then after ice hockey, it was straight into rugby. Yeah, that's cool. And what were you like growing up? Were you like a Good kid, naughty kid. Um, nah, I was definitely the good kid. I, I st- still to this to, to this day, I like to think that I'm my mum's favourite. Yeah, she, she she always wants to come over to uh, to visit me. and never mentions my older brother or my younger brother. <laughs> That's right. So, so you got an older brother, younger brother. Did they play rugby? Uh, my older brother played rugby, but then um, just till under 18s, and then he had a bit of a shoulder injury and uh, kind of pursued like his um, studying and, and work experience and stuff. And my younger brother, he's he's too skinny for it. <laughs> like um, he had a crack at it when he was younger, when he was like seven or eight and just didn't like it he was, he was too skinny getting smashed out there so <laughs> <laughs> he said nah did he play football uh he played football for a while and then he went into tennis and now he's into his gaming oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finger <one>. sports yeah <laughs> exactly uh, oh that's classic and your so your parents obviously had no rugby no rugby experience nothing or anything like that no, no nothing at all they didn't know it at all but then um once uh, it was quite good that um, my brother st- started playing it at the same time as me because then um, my dad kind of got into it as well. Like he, uh, he came along uh, in the weekends to watch it with us and yeah. um, he, he went to uh, learn the rules of the game and stuff. And then in 2015, um, he actually took us to the World Cup um, in England where we watched uh, the opener, which was England Fiji oh, um, at Twickenham. And then we watched All Blacks Argentina where they almost lost um, at Wembley Stadium. So that was a heck of an experience. And then we went back home and then a few weeks later we went back there to watch the final. Um, All Blacks Australia was an unreal experience. Yeah, Man, that would have been unreal. So how old were you then? Um, 2015. I was about 14. Oh, yeah. 14 years old, yeah. Just loving it. Yeah, it was awesome. So how did you pick up the rules and all the games so quickly? Um, I suppose just through those Kiwi coaches and like through the sport, like, um, I experienced coming here to Nelson College as well. I feel, I feel like um, through rugby, you, you make like some of your best mates straight away. Yeah. So, yeah, just hanging out with those. And then um, Tim Anwatu and his family uh, became real good um, family friends with, uh, with with my family. And then, yeah, yeah I, I just fell in love with the game and I was a rugby fanatic and I was watching 
YouTube videos after training and stuff, and then yeah, just picked up the rules from there. But many through the coaches. Because you came to New Zealand, even when you came to Nelson College, you were instantly one of the stars of the team, eh? Oh, no, not really. I was, I was, I was in the shadow of Lisa Fanganuku. <laughs> he was my captain that year. Oh, so yeah. He was he, the big dog. <laughs> he, he was a freak at school. Yeah, oh eh? my god, he's men amongst boys. He's yeah. making us look like children. Out <laughs> he's the same size as he was. Yeah, yeah, he was same speed. It's crazy. And did you, so how many years did you play with Leicester? Uh, just that one year, so my, my year 11 was his uh, last year at school, so just that 2017 year. Oh yeah. yeah but and we sat in the same boarding house, um, Fell House, and then yeah, I, I moved into there, moved into the room across the, uh, across the hallway from him. So qu quite a few of those first 15 boys um, in, in that year stayed in Fell House, so that helped us build a good, good tight culture. True. And then since Nelson College, to get to Tasman, what's that process been like? Oh, it was cool. So it was basically through the Crusaders Academy, which is which is based in Christchurch, but they also have like a standpoint here, um, yeah. uh, here Nelson. So um, at the end of, uh, at the start of 2018, um, I was in there as an apprentice. I was in and out, like I was getting my gym programs um, from the academy and stuff. So, and and I was going down. Down, down to the Tasman Rugby Union gym, so um, yeah. through that, and then at the end of the 2018 season, that's when I signed with um, Tasman Rugby uh, for uh, with the Tasman Marker for two years, which is this year, next year. Did you have any other decisions? Was there an urge to go back to Germany at all, or to any other um, not at country? All. Not at all. Like I, I, I call place and uh, I call Nelson home now. So yeah. Yeah, it was Tasman Marco all the way. And your family are happy with that? Yeah, yeah, they're happy with that. My mum, uh, when, when she comes, because she usually tries to come over um, once a year, so she, uh, she, she met Goody and, and she met a few of the other guys um, down at the TRU, so no, nah, it was good. It was always going to be Tasman Marco. Yeah, for life, yeah. hopefully. Fins up. Fins up. Did you have an offer from London Irish at some point? Yeah, we went um, with my old club, with 1880 Frankfurt. We went there, I think it was under-14s. Yeah. So, so when I was, I was about 13 or 14 years old, um, we went uh, over there and it was quite funny because we usually tried to go on an um, overseas tour there once a year. Yeah. And um, those scenes, they, they wouldn't expect us to be that good. But since we were fortunate enough to have Kiwi coaches come over, um, we were quite well coached and yeah. they were always surprised by how, by, by how good we were. And we'd usually end up beating um, most, most of those teams. And then that, that year when we went to um, London Iris, they, they just said, look, we like the way you play and... We th we see a bright future in you. Like we'd be interested in having you take part in our um, in our academy. But I was I was like, nah. Like the coaches over there, they they convinced me um, <laughs> of New Zealand. So I, I was always going to come to New Zealand. Anyway, yeah, I was I was, I was sit, sit on New Zealand. Flights were booked and everything. Oh, true. <laughs> it was yeah, all sorted. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, true. What was the big difference coming to New Zealand in terms of like the lifestyle compared to living in Germany, coming to Nelson and obviously boarding. Yeah. What was the lifestyle differences for you? Um, since for, first of all, since it's not nearly as big um, uh, as Germany, I, I find the people a lot nicer here, and it's quite it's quite funny because like whenever you, or, or whenever people do an impression of a German here, they, they, they're, they're always quite angry and always quite um, disappointed and, and I don't blame them because like if, 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 if they were to ask me what's a typical Kiwi, like I would say, oh, he's got a smile on his face and and and, he, and they're, they're, they're lovely people. So yeah, first of all, I'd say, I'd say the people are a lot nicer here. <laughs> and um, when I first came here, I got exactly um, what I expected. Like 
I always tell people that rugby in New Zealand is like football in Germany. Like every kid runs around with a rugby ball. Yeah. And it's on there's a, a rugby field on every corner of the street, and that's exactly what I wanted. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Interesting, eh? And the other thing was your your English. You obviously got really well spoken English. Um, did you speak English in Germany, or how did you get so good? Yeah. Uh, when I was nine years old, so I did my first year of school in a in a regular German uh, German school in Frankfurt. Yeah. But then, when I was eight years old, uh, I went to an English speaking school, um, just 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 outside of Frankfurt, about half an hour drive um, outside of Frankfurt, and went there till till I came here actually. So, what's that? Till I was fifteen years old, um, I, I went there, and it was basically an English speaking school, like. All subjects were in English, apart from German. Oh, really? Yeah. So at training, be, be, because we all we only had a New Zealand coach, it was all English um, oh, at true. training as well. Yeah. So could all the other boys speak English? Yeah. M- most of them, yeah. So it was quite impressive, just because English is a compulsory subject um, in, in in German schools as well. So yeah. they were able to understand m- most things as well. But it was a bit funny, like some some people could speak um, better English than others, and then like the coach would would explain something, and some of the boys just wouldn't understand, and they would, and he would give them a spray and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> like he can't speak the languages. Yeah, but. Uh, there, there's some German coaches there, and, and they usually try to translate um, some of the stuff. So no, yeah. it's good. But yeah, so pretty much apart from when I was at home, I was speaking English everywhere uh, yeah. in Germany already. So, but your family, you speak German to your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when I go and FaceTime now uh, or whatever, it's all in German as well. So at home, I always speak German. And to the, all the German media that you have to speak to. Yeah, that that's that, that's a killer. And <laughs> even now, when I talk to my uh, my mom. My family or some of the German journalists, I'm constantly just looking for words. I'm stuttering. My German's gone down the drain. It's terrible. And, and and usually when I go over there, I usually try to go over for Christmas. But probably this Christmas, actually, I'll probably have my first uh, Kiwi, Kiwi summer Christmas oh, yeah. on the beach, um, which would be weird. But um, usually when I go over there, it takes me about one or two weeks to get back into the flow of... Um, the German Speaking language, German again, yeah. shouting, yeah, shout, <laughs> shouting and being angry for no reason. <laughs> so your family's not coming over for Christmas? No. Nah, oh, my mum tries to come over um, once Must a year, be. and she was supposed to come over in March, but that's when we were in level four lockdown, so that uh, that obviously didn't work, and um, she misses me so much that she tried to um, DM. Jacinda on Instagram to, to try getting reception, <laughs> but unfortunately it didn't work. <laughs> so yeah, and, and as, as I said, I, I usually try to go to Germany um, for Christmas, but yeah, looks like I, because if I was to go, then I wouldn't be able to get back in just because I'm not a, a New Zealand citizen. COVID makes it tough now, yeah, eh? Yeah, COVID makes it tough, so hopefully we'll find a solution soon. And you might be here for soon. life and might have to move your parents over. Yeah, I know, yeah, but that might have to be the case. <laughs> And obviously, my first experience with you was with the development team. So um, the te- the guys who weren't playing for the Tasmanco side come down to the development team, and you came down, and you just carved it up for the development team. Consistently, our best player, and um, your work ethic and everything was just through the roof. So, how did you keep your mindset from missing out on the Tasman team to playing for the development team and just keeping your form so strong? Oh, I just knew and 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 you you as coaches were telling me as well that um the the, the Marco coaches like Derms the Derms and Goody and stuff, they're gonna watch these games and, and they're basically gonna pick you based on your performance um on those games. So um I basically used the opportunity that I was getting throughout the week of training with the actual Marco um 
to prepare me the best way I can um, for that Saturday game. And although it wasn't for the actual Marco team, I still saw it as a as a proper game and still approached it um, with the with, with the mindset that I would have approached it if it was a Martin Cup game. So yeah. yeah, just tried to make the most out of it and carved it up. Yeah. Tried to play it to the best of my ability. And then you got your crack last week and went hissing. So, man, that's so cool. Keep striving. Yeah. Um, so, are you eligible for New Zealand under-20s? No, I'm, uh, I'm not. So, that was a big debate. But, uh, fortunately, they they still um, got me to go to all, all the camps. So, so, so I'm still part of um, all the learnings and stuff. So, at the start of this year, since... Because the under-20s World Cup this year was supposed to be in Italy, so... Oh, and that's that was never going to happen. Yeah, yeah the, 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 that's all been cancelled, um, unfortunately. But I went, but I went to one of the camps at the start of the year. I can't remember when it was. I think it was start of February or something. Yeah, and it was just good because um, this year is it's that same. It's those same people uh, that was in New Zealand schools in their 2018 team. Oh so yeah. So Shay and Izzy Punavai yeah. and, and all those people. So it was good to see those again. And, and and play a couple of um, internal games with and against some of those boys. So, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate for them that there's no World Cup uh, for the 20s this year. So why couldn't you play? Um, because there's a residency rule, and I've been hearing stu- stuff about it lately. Like, uh, the rule was, in 2017, the rule was that you have to have been within or lived within the country for three years, and each year you're not allowed to leave the country for longer than six, than six weeks. Oh, yeah. But at the end of... 2017, I, I didn't even think that like Tasman Marcos or New Zealand schools or, or under 20s was even like, yeah, it wasn't even a dream for me. Um, so, so I didn't really worry about it. So that's why I went back to Germany for about half a year um, oh, to finish sure. my New Zealand schooling. So that first year did, didn't count at all. And another thing that happened is while I was in Germany, but between my first year and my second year um, in New Zealand, they changed that rule to five years. Oh, true. So I came back here. Um, did my first like counted year um, in New Zealand, so I would actually only be eligible at the end of 2020. Which oh yeah, yeah, this year. At the yeah no 20. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Five years. So I I just know that it's just after I turned 21. So oh yeah. So, so once you turn twenty one, yeah, I'm, I'm, you I'm, become yeah, I'm, I become eligible, eligible to play under twenties. But that's when I'm too old. So <laughs> yeah, under twenties has been ruled out for me, unfortunately. But yeah, still, I'm um, lucky enough that they still want me to take part um, in all the camps and stuff. So that's cool. That is cool. Who's the coaches there? Uh, what's his name? Craig Craig Phil Philput or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's good that they still want me involved. So there. they obviously rate you pretty highly, and you would have been. Probably you would have been picked in that team if they're picking you, even though you're not eligible. Hopefully, yeah. Well, I don't know um, what would have happened, but yeah, if I was eligible, I'd definitely be striving to make uh, one of those 20 sides. Yeah, and what are your goals going forward? Going forward is just try to get as, uh, as much game time as possible um, with the Marco here and then hopefully get a Super Rugby gig somewhere. Yeah, is that the goal for this year? Definitely, yeah. So... Now, now that I've got um, Maritain Cup and ho- hopefully be playing in that um, a bit more, the next step is um, Super Rugby, so as soon as possible, really. Have you yeah. had any chats with anyone regarding uh, next oh, season? Well, I, I was fortunate enough to, to do pre-season with the Crusaders for two weeks at the start of this year. Oh, yeah. So um, maybe get another pre-season in down there next year, which would be good. If you could choose a super team, where would you go? I'd have to be the Crusaders. Would it? (laughs) Champions. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Righto. As always, we've gone to our Instagram for some questions. And you, 
being our first international superstar, have come up with heaps. So, Okay, first question. What advice would you give a young Anton Segner? Um, I'd just tell him to keep um, working hard and that it doesn't matter where you come from or where you're at at the moment. Like All that matters is where you want to be and, and like what, what you want to do. Um, as time goes on, so yeah, just keep your head down, um, keep working hard, and, and keep striving for your dreams because you never know um, how, how far you've come. Like, I would have never expected about three, three years ago, I would have never ever thought that I would have been um, playing for the Tasman Marco. But yeah. here you are, so yeah, just keep working hard, and the sky's the limit. Wow, it's powerful. Nine, you're only 19 years <laughs> old, eh? <laughs> oh, speaking like a veteran. Okay, next question Why are you buzz cut? I first got the haircut. Is that your nickname, Buzzcut? No. No. Oh. No, it must just be my haircut. Oh. Oh, I suppose that's, that's, that's <laughs> what You don't know. That's not a personal... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no well, um, I first got the haircut at the start of last year. <laughs> and um, the main reason I got it was actually because um, my dad was giving me shit because he was watching my school games when, when I was still having long hair and, he's, uh, and he said, look, Anton, you spent half the time wiping your hair um, <laughs> out of your face. And then I was, look, then I'll get the same haircut as you and just shave it all off because he's bald. Oh, yeah. And, and, and yes, yeah, so, so I shaved it off and still to this day, I think it's the best decision of my life. It's easy. It's simple. You, just, you don't have to try. You don't have to yeah. worry about it. You don't have to put any product in it. It's, it's easy, yeah. So when you came here, did you have long blonde hair? Yeah, did I, you? Um, I had a bit of a Justin Bieber going oh, on. Did you? Had the sh- uh, short side and the long top and kept coming to my face as I was playing. So yeah, yeah. My um, my dad told me that that's um, holding me back apparently. So I decided to get rid of it. It was a performance decision. Exactly, it was a performance. <laughs> more 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 aerodynamic as well. <laughs> Trying to get the case up. <laughs> okay, how often did you train outside of school during college? Um. Well, last year with Jono Phillips coming in, um, the the it was his first year as a first team coach. Last year, um, he put quite a quite a intense training program in for all the members of the first fifteen. So we would train before school. Um, down, down at the Tasman Rugby Union gym three three days a week. So yeah. we'd be in there uh, before school at about seven o'clock. Um, get our gym session in then, and then um, we actually had rugby class as a subject. Yeah. And that's four hours, four hours a week. So, four days a week, we'd have one, well, one hour. And at the start of the week, it it was like it was similar to, to the life that I live now. Just instead of class, I I, I now have meetings. Yeah. But like yeah, so d- d- during rugby class, we do extra skill top ups. Um, we we do previews, reviews. Yeah. Um, and whatever. And then Tuesday, Thursday would be the big training days with the with the trainings in the um afternoon. So. In t- in 2019, basically that program, I just had to follow it, and and it was pretty intense. Um, then, but in 2018, it was a bit more self-driven, but that's when I was fortunate enough to be um part of the academy already. So they were giving me gym programs and stuff. But yeah, so yeah. So when did you that. when did you start training, and when did you make a decision to start going hard and yeah, to so chase your dream? It was quite a big decision because um I was born with quite bad knock knees, so when What's I was uh, it's when your knees are um, Knock. When when you can't put your feet together be- because your knees um, touch touch before that, so oh, yeah. like your, your knees go in and, and then like your upper legs, legs go go in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. like the opposite of legs like that. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> opposite of bow legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, opposite of bow legs. Um, exactly. And then 
Um, I went to my doctor when I was 11 and she said that uh, I had to get surgery when I was um, like the next year. So at 12 years old, I uh, I would have to get knee surgery. Otherwise, I would have had um, bad bad knee pain bad knee pain further on uh, down the line. So um, I told Tim about it, Tim, Tim Anwatu about it, and he just said, "Look, Anton, because um, when I first um, f found out that I had to get su um, surgery, I was." I was quite obese, quite, I was <laughs> quite a big boy, yeah. And and he said, look, well, in that case, you're going to have to start, like, seriously watching your nutrition and, and, and seriously um, start training and more than just twice a week with club rugby. Um, so that's when I started to train. And Did you get the surgery? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got the surgery when, when I was 12 because he said that if I wouldn't get it because it kept me out, Kept me out of any physical activity for about six months or oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and geez, if I didn't start training before that, I would have <laughs> been in serious trouble. <laughs> so yeah, so um, when I was twelve years old, that's when I started going to the gym and stuff. And people say it's a bit young, but um, we we had trainers um, that down there that that looked out for me and, and gave me proper programs as well. So that's when I started running and started doing some body weight stuff. And then as I got older, I started getting into the gym as well. So yeah, yeah, so. Gym about five days a week with um, two days a week of rugby training and maybe three runs in between that. Yeah. Just 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 to get me ready for surgery and then I got the surgery when I was twelve, and it was intended because um, they put plates and screws in there just just to straighten the legs up um, as you grow up and then um, they they were intended to stay in there for about four years but uh, within the next two years. I, I grew the same amount as they expected me to grow in cool. in the four years, so right. that's so that's when my legs actually started to go in bow legs. Yeah. So um, they had to take them back out again, and I carried that same training training um, regime over after the surgery as well, and that's when I started um, losing some weight, and that's uh, started actually getting too skinny and and got onto the size program <laughs> yeah which which they um which Jimmy down at um down at the Tasman gym got me on at the start of the year because I came in at the start of this year at 102 kilos and then he said look if you want to play Maritain Cup you're gonna have to put a put a few kegs on so that's the first time ever that I was on a size <laughs> program ever and I wasn't complaining <laughs> what are you now uh, I'm now at 108 and 109 so yeah yeah, put on about six, seven kilos. Of just pure muscle. Hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> so how do you find that mentally? For a 12-year-old to have surgery and be out for six months, someone who loves rugby, how was that? How was that as a challenge? It was tough. It was tough because I obviously saw saw my mates from rugby um, playing rugby and stuff, and I think I missed out on one of the um, German rugby championships. Yeah. So that was a bit tough, but, yeah, I saw it as a bit of a – Motivation and that was huge credits to, to to my family and to to Tim Manawatu as well, just um for motivating me and t t telling me to keep going because um he saw that I that I had um talent and that I had potential so he just kept me on track and 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 kept motivating me to keep training and keep like yeah just being serious about it and yeah probably without him I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today. Yeah, it's cool. And do you have any issues with your knees now? Not now. They they're perfectly fine now, perfectly which is good. Straight. Yeah, straight. <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Well, that's good stuff. Um, next question: Who was your favourite player growing up? Uh, 
first favorite player as, as I was a prop um, and the All Blacks <laughs> were my favorite team was Tony Woodcock. Oh, and yeah. I went crazy when he scored that try in the Rugby <laughs> World Cup final. I was like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, did you play prop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I played a prop. I was, geez, the gut was hanging out the bottom of the jersey. I was, <laughs> I, I looked like a proper prop. <laughs> <laughs> I need to track down some of these photos. I reckon, yeah, Tim's, Tim's, um, Tim, Tim's got some good ones on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, yeah, so I went from prop. And then when I started losing all that weight, I actually played one year at um, second five oh, um, in Germany um, in the backs. So that was that was a dream year play, um, playing in the backs. And then they <laughs> put me back in the forwards um, as a loose forward. So then then it was um, Richie McCaw, obviously the goat. Yeah. Um, Kieran Reed, and now it's um, Adi Savir. Yeah. That's who I look up to. He's a beast. Yes. He if they come up. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, oh, what what position do you see yourself as? Well, what's your favourite position? Um, oh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm lucky as long as I'm out there. But it probably goes seven, then eight, and then six. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I like just the seven and how you're able to get off off the set piece so quickly and yeah, and you're working in the loose channels. But then at the same time, I like the ball carrying aspects um, of that a number eight gets. Yeah, any uh, of the loose forwards. Any of the loose forwards. That's yeah. seven, the go to. Um, Proudest moment so far? Proudest moment so far? Um, Sunday was pretty big for me. Just yeah. um, getting my first taste of um, professional rugby in New Zealand. So that, that was pretty massive. Or uh, if not that, then back in school, making that New Zealand school side um, in 2018. Because yeah. I tried to tell my parents like how how special it is for New Zealanders, like wearing that black jersey. Like it doesn't even have to be the All Blacks if it's under 20s or if it's schools. And I always try to tell them back home, like how special the black jersey is um, to Kiwis and especially um, to Kiwi rugby players. And I don't think they'll ever understand. But <laughs> um, yeah, so it's either making that New Zealand school side or um, debuting for the Marcos on Sunday. Yeah, the Marco debut was pretty cool and pretty powerful speech after the game in the sheds from you and yeah. got sent back to your family. So have you spoken to them since the game? Uh, yeah, so I spoke to them twice actually. They kept they kept ringing me. Um, nah, yeah, they're, um, they're chuffed. They didn't quite um, get up for it because I think it was like at three o'clock in the morning yeah. for, uh, for them. But then um, they managed to um, replay it um, on TV in the morning. And they rung me after that and said, yeah, good game. We're proud of you and stuff like That's that. Keep cool. going. So, yeah. So was it awesome. on TV in Germany? Um, there's like a there's like a subscription um, thing that you can subscribe to oh, yeah. um, to, to watch all the Madison Cup games, which is pretty cool. So, And you don't have to get up for the actual kickoff because they, like, you can, it's basically watch on demand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they just watch it in the morning when they all got up. Is there much of a following in Germany at the moment of rugby? There, there, there is actually like it's called Rugby Pass, um, and that allows you to watch all the Maritime Cup games. And um, at the moment, obviously, there's not a lot of um, rugby going on elsewhere um, around the world. So yeah. New Zealand's pretty lucky. So I think so. Like d- definitely in, in New Zealand rugby, and ever since um, Sevens got a like became an uh, um, Olympic sport, that's that's like the popularity of that in Germany. Um, has has increased a bit, and they've also got the Oktoberfest sevens now. So, sure. um, about yeah, and I went there. I can't remember what year it was. I think it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, the, the year before I came here, I went and watched that. Um, so that happens at the same time as the um, Oktoberfest. So that's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty, pretty and nice. yeah, and and South African stuff was playing in that. So yeah, the um the seven scene is pretty big in Germany, but uh, unions is just like still still trying to chip away at it. But you've got sports like football that's just dominant. That's everywhere. Yeah, 
That goes on to the next question. Speaking of Oktoberfest, is it true you don't drink? It's true I don't drink, never have, never tried it. That's cool, eh? And yeah, don't, don't intend on trying it either. So that, that's got nothing to do with German, your German culture, is it? Because the Germans love Yeah, the love Germans love the Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they love a good beer. And yeah, at Oktoberfest, the, the beer's cheaper than the water there. So <laughs> is it? Yeah, so it was quite expensive for me to... Um, to uh, expensive night yeah. on the waters. <laughs> <laughs> expensive night on the waters, exactly. But yeah, nah, never drunk and... Don't, don't feel like I Where does that come either. from? Like, is there? I don't know. I, do your parents drink? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they probably do the drinking for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just felt like um, your I, commitment, your sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, it's not really a sacrifice because I've never tried it before. So yeah. I just don't feel a need. And yeah, I just always hear about like all, all the negative um, things about it. So yeah, why why try to? Everyone's talking about it negatively. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah. There you go, kids. Inspiration. That's how you get to the top. Um, next question. What are your thoughts on Greta Thunberg and her climate change opinions? Oh, not big on politics, so I don't, don't, really, don't really know too much about that, but I don't know. I'm sure she's a good leader. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> tried to sound smart. Oh, you did it. <laughs> okay, you've already touched on this one a little bit, but what made you come to New Zealand? If you summed it up, what would be the main reason? Oh, I'll definitely be rugby, but then also just wanting to experience like um, the Kiwi culture. Like um, you still see now, or not, not now, obviously um, because of COVID. But uh, New Zealand's quite a popular uh, travel destination for Germans. Like you see German tourists um, tra- traveling around the country, and and it is a beautiful country. So yeah, so the, the main reason is rugby. But then, like on, on the other hand, it's pretty cool to experience the New Zealand culture and, and just yeah, traveling the country, seeing seeing other corners of the world. Nice. Okay, who is your favourite teammate? You must have had a few in your time, a few good teammates. Yeah. Oh, Les has obviously been by my side for a long time now, so, yeah, yeah the big fella, him. Um, who else is there? The uh, guy I live with, Fergus Hughes, he, he was my vice-captain for 2019 and, and 2018, so he's uh, he's like a brother to me. And um, some of the old dogs, I like the old dogs, um, in the Marcos, just just how calm they are, and and like I said um, about Isaac Ross and how he treated me when I first came on. So yeah, Ihaka and even um, Alex Anley, he's a good dude. He yeah. means well. Um, Twenty years older than me. <laughs> That's <but> crazy. <laughs> Twenty years older. Yeah, I know. He could literally be your dad. Yeah, I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people about that when they come up, and yeah. I was about five years old when you first debuted for the Marcos. So really? That's, yeah, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. But nah, yeah, it's called there, dude. Nah, just, it's a big brotherhood down there, so. You love them all. Yeah, love them all. If you could pick one player to play for a super rugby team with you, who would it be? Um, yeah. I, I reckon you could build a good culture around um, Luca Inch. <laughs> Oh, he's Luca! Yeah. <laughs> I reckon I just want to take him there first of all because he's a good, big, strong, classic prop, but also because he's a character and he's a hell of a lad. So yeah, it'll have to be him. <laughs> you and Luca starting a super <laughs> franchise. I like it. It'd be good to have him there. Yeah, hundred percent. He is a good man, actually. 
Anyway, that probably wraps it up for the podcast. Really appreciate you coming on, giving up your time. Like I said, um, you've got a huge future in the game. Massive career ahead of you. I'm sure all of Germany's behind you and also all of Nelson now that you're a Tasman legend on your journey. So really appreciate you giving up your time and coming on the show. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate.